0: Good evening, sir. Yo, this is episode eighty-one of the Beef and Bitcoin podcast with your host Brett and Ch. Today's topics got another great show for you guys. This time, hopefully, our microphones are working well, and I won't have to try to mess around with all the uh, all the sound settings. But I think we got it sorted out. This is definitely going to be one of my favorite episodes, Um, startup bubbles finally bursting. And uh, we're going to talk about all the scooter situations, Bird, Lime, Uber, Airbnb. I mean, the whole thing's a mess. Unemployment's skyrocketing going off the charts. We saw uh, 3.28 million jobless claims just last week. So we'll touch on that and how this whole thing feeds into the, uh, the startup bubble bursting. And then going into commercial real estate that's something you and i've been talking about for a long time now and it looks like that's finally starting to uh play out here and last but not least um talking about malinvestment your your favorite exchange binance acquired coin market cap and it looks like they're going to acquire them for like 400 million bucks uh i thought that was just hysterical i had to throw it in as a topic so we can riff on it for a little bit but how you been man
1: uh, i'm doing good it's uh times are interesting i was at the grocery store today and one thing of eggs per person you never think you experience that in 2020 rationing of food uh, times are definitely interesting. It's going to be interesting. I, I did buy a lot of meat today. I bought a lot of food. I figured, cause I think people are just going to panic more as it, it becomes more and more apparent that this isn't a, oh, we're going to be inside for two weeks. More like it could be like 12 weeks or 24 weeks. Who knows? I'm not here to guess. I don't even like speculating on it anymore. Cause it, it's, it's a, it's a grave reality that a lot of, I've already faced for a while now, but now it's real as fuck. So yeah, yeah. it's, um, it.
0: It's out of control for sure. And everybody's uh just getting used to I don't like calling it the new normal, but it is it seems like we're gonna be hanging out for a little while here.
1: Dude, it's our nine eleven. It's it's literally yeah it's, it's I mean <laughs> that's what it is.
0: Uh, Yeah, so let's jump into this startup bubble. You and I have definitely talked about this in 2019 when Jesse Colombo was kind of banging this drum about all the startups, um, you know, ton of malinvestment. They don't make any money. They're just, you know, hopes and dreams, essentially. Not that they're not great products, it's just they don't make any money. And now it looks like it's finally starting to uh, ripple back into the economy thanks to the coronavirus acting as the pin to burst the bubble um one one example of this that i came across was oneweb which is an internet satellite company who uh, softbank is essentially just going to let file for bankruptcy uh they had raised 3.4 billion in capital and and softbank was their largest shareholder and softbank has decided well looks like we're not going to bail you out essentially a second time here because they uh they pumped in billions already and nothing really came of it and now you have uh the coronavirus outbreak essentially slowing the economy to a complete halt um And we we saw the same thing with WeWork, right? I mean, WeWork was just a a ridiculous um, startup. I mean, I I understand the thought process behind something like WeWork, but you can just tell something like that doesn't scale and it's not going to make any money. And now you're having all of the uh, startups that were, you know, taking office space in WeWork are going are going. And filing for bankruptcy anyway so it's not like anybody's actually gonna be renting anything from WeWork, especially when you're not allowed to leave your home um another thing i wanted to talk about were a lot of the scooter companies so lime and bird if you're anywhere near a major city you've probably ridden one of these things and uh while they're definitely fun and great for that last mile it's uh it doesn't look so hot if you're lime or bird right now uh lime had Lime is pulled out and shut down all their operations except for South Korea right now, which is pretty interesting. Bird went and laid off 30% of their employees due to coronavirus uncertainty, and that's around 400 people, so a half decent amount. And Lime is trying to raise emergency funds at a valuation of 400 million, compared to 2.4 billion last year. I mean, just. Insane how quickly the valuation of Lime went from in the billions to just to basically half a billion Um, And it looks like Lime only has between 50 and 70 million of cash left over to um, Ride this thing out So I I don't know what their burn rate is on a monthly basis, but I I I can imagine they burned through this pretty quickly. So What do you think do you think startups are going to use the coronavirus as the reason for their for their inevitable failure?
1: Yeah, everyone is. Everyone's using it as their skis for failure. It, um, it's everyone. It's not just Lime, Lime, and Bird. And again, as you said, they're not that they're not good products. They're they're very fun. They're useful scooters. They're great, as you said, going that last mile. You know, you get off at you know a train station, a bus stop, etc., and here your Lime scooter is, and you can ride it the last half mile or 500 yards. It's perfect. It's fun, and it's cheap per se. You know, it's, it's a few bucks, and it's fun. And, but like, we're going to look at these things in like five, 10 years when they don't exist because they won't. And here they are plummeting to zero because who could have foreseen a global pandemic? And you can argue what you want at this point, but that is what it is. I mean, and we are apparently at 932,605 confirmed cases now. The uh, chart's getting pretty ridiculous. I don't know where this ends. Obviously, we're going to cross a million probably tomorrow. We're going up a lot per day now. Um, It's like six figures a day now. So we're going to get a million day too soon. Like, you know, this just as well as I do, it's exponential numbers, man. And like, even though a lot of people have slowed down, this has been spreading for 10 weeks. It's, and, and that's, you know, hard for a lot of people to comprehend, especially since the incubation period is 14 days. So, and, you know, so going back to my point is the lime and bird situation. Who are they to suspect that the global economy would come to a complete screeching halt? Like, Literally, as I've mentioned before, I don't mention mentioned last podcast, a World War, a World War three happening would have less than an effect. It would be bad. There would be people dead. But at least in certain parts of the world, economies would still continue. You know, like, if, for example, in World War II, people in the U.S. were still working. Obviously, young males wanted to go serve abroad and die. A lot of them did. And there's sure there was older males. But really, the majority of it was, you know, kids from 18 to like 30, you know, so... But that's the, I mean, and as bad as that was, economy still continued. We didn't shut down. I mean, the whole globe has basically come to a standstill. I mean, there's not like one place in this map that isn't touched. I mean, fucking Greenland. Greenland has cases. So, (laughs) I mean, like, you're not, like, nowhere, it's spread everywhere. I mean, so that just tells you it was spreading for a while. Like, it was just spreading under the radar for a while. Everyone blew it off. And, here we are where the whole global economy just got destroyed and no amount of money printing is going to save the fact that nobody's working right now. And if people aren't producing shit, then no amount of money, you're just going to toss it. It's just going to become like basically Weimar Republic, 1921, 22, 23, just people with wheelbarrows of cash. Is that, is that where we're heading? I mean, granted, probably right. digital cash at this point, but it's not good. It's not good.
0: Do you, uh, when you think about this, do you see any of these startups that we've, talked about um surviving and and if so which which kind of niche which vertical do you see one surviving so you know i the reason i bring this up is because we think about the dot com crash um ebay survived amazon survived apple survived you know th- there were a, a handful that ended up making it and not folding do, do you, do any of these seem like they would stick around if i had to pick one i'd say You know, let's say Uber can raise enough money again sometime during this, they'll uh, they could they could make it. Or I I could see a ride-sharing company make it. Maybe maybe it's Lyft actually. Uh, You know, I don't know, but I can see one ride-sharing company making it through this. But other than that, I have a difficult time trying to see what ends up surviving. Do you have any thoughts?
1: Yeah, no, I have a tough time seeing things like even Lyft or Uber surviving if this is the climate for weeks, if not months, then think about the Uber drivers, people need to drive these cars. The people who aren't making money right now are in a serious pinch. If you're an Uber driver and you make good money, you're in a serious pinch all of a sudden, right? Think about it. I mean, because people who work in cities where you get surge rates, et cetera, like now you get no surge probably. And and, and no one's going around who wants to get an Uber at this point. Like no one's getting Ubers in New York City, man. I ha- apparently people are saying tanks are rolling down streets. I haven't seen videos. I want to see videos, but I kind of want to redownload Snapchat right now so I can go like, you know, Snapchat, you can click on like the map and like Mm. see the stories. I kind of want to do that because like people were talking about during like hurricanes and stuff. And I remember this. It was so true. If you want to see what was going on, you just click on the Snapchat map where the hurricane was. (laughs) Right. No, No, it was better than anything else. dude. It was crazy how that worked um that's probably bullish snapchat by the bottom probably right even though they don't make money
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly that is not Uh, investment advice yeah i was was just gonna say (laughs) if everybody should know this uh this podcast is obviously for entertainment purposes only we're just a bunch of uh assholes who like to talk about recessions and digital cash um (laughs) But you know, I think you uh, you you definitely nailed it. With you think about all those Uber drivers, um, what what are they going to do right now? And that brings us into the next topic, talking about unemployment numbers and how that really jumped in the last week. Uh, one of the, one of the Bloomberg articles I saw that the jobless claims jumped to 3.28 million last week. And that was four times the prior record. Uh, the majority of the U S economy is driven by consumerism, right? So restaurants and, re- and retail are the two things that come to my mind. And when everyone is under quarantine or under a shelter in place, you don't do very much shopping from a retail standpoint, and nobody's going out to eat. You know, I went to uh, pick up food the other day, and I, I wanted to ask. I was like, "Hey, how's how's business been? Are people ordering? Are they still keeping up with that, or is it just really slow?" And they were like, "It's really hit or hit or miss." Um, they had like packed up all the tables, moved everything around, so they're maybe getting. I don't, I mean, I'd say less than half of the takeout orders and then all of their dine-in orders are are completely done. And that is, you know, obviously that's going to be a high driver for the unemployment rate, right? You have all those service workers and retail workers who were told to basically stay home, whether that be Macy's or anything else, uh, all those people need to go file for unemployment. But when I think about that, I, uh, I think about all the massive implications for commercial real estate, and I think I had sent this to you the other day uh, when uh, Cheesecake Factory was pretty much like, yeah, we're not going to pay rent on April 1st, and that was just – that's when it kind of hit me like, okay, the commercial real estate might have its own issues um, what else did I see on unemployment? St. Louis Fed projected 32.1 percent peak unemployment, and the Great Depression was around 24.9 percent. That's massive. So I don't know. Twelve hundred dollar stimulus check? Not going to do anything, is it?
1: No, it's nothing, dude. It's like people's less than people's rent. You know, it's like it's incredible. It is. It's it's a joke. And, and again, they're doing it. They're giving people twelve hundred dollars so they can just throw billions if not trillions to bail out companies that are overlevered because everyone is and then you think about like how many restaurants and small businesses are completely screwed i mean like a month two months three months of no revenue uh, i it's it's dude it's bad like and i think about it for me like i do jiu jitsu and like a lot of jitsu schools are are going to feel the pinch i feel terrible because you can't bail out every jiu jitsu school like it's 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 sad. Like and you think about, and then you think about all of those types of small businesses, you know, around the country. I mean, you can't bail out all these people. You know, right? I mean, it's it's uh... it's, it's a lot of people, and, and now it's like you know, we, we kind of laugh about it, but it's like it's serious. It's kind of like, and I think about again. I think about the um, the Big Short when you see Brad Pitt, who's a, I can't even think of his name right now in the movie, but Brad Pitt is like, this is serious, and people are going to die, and that's that's like what we're facing now, and it's like. I didn't foresee this fucking coming a year ago. I was like, something's gonna happen. Like, something's gonna be the axe to the end of this. This is gonna be the end, and this is what we get: a global pandemic. Uh,
0: I was telling, uh, I was telling my buddy the other day, or my or my coworker. I said, if you would have told me one year ago that within you know forty-five days of the having and uh, we'd have a global pandemic, everyone would be locked in their homes, and central banks across the Globe would be printing trillions and trillions of dollars almost on a daily basis. Uh, You just—I wouldn't have believed you, right? That's like the most insane thing anyone could ever say, and here we are now, a year later, and everyone's world has pretty much been turned upside down. I mean, completely.
1: Yeah, you could say everyone—it's ridiculous. It's
0: not just me; it's
1: everyone. (laughs) Everyone's in the same fucking boat, man. (laughs)
0: literally doesn't matter it's
1: everyone I mean maybe bar like military but even then it's still the same thing like it's it's incredible like and then you think about, like, dude, I I know it's a little off topic, but think about, like, in New York City, I was reading something about, like, over 700 officers are infected. It's like, oh, shit. You think about how many people now have it. Like, there's no way. If an officer gets infected, you think about how many officers are infected. The, the the whole police station's fucked, man. It's like people right. don't realize that. People aren't thinking like that. People need to think like that. <laughs> Just, you know, once one person gets infected in a highly, you know, traffic area where people are, you know, close in contact, it's done, man. I, like, it's that's done for. We've seen it so many times. Think about how many times, like across the globe, where we've seen high pocket areas, you know, like highly densely populated, like cruise ships, like other things, like a, an aircraft carrier right now. That I think the uh, the Teddy Roosevelt, or the Theodore Roosevelt, has people infected on it, and the 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 admiral's like asking for peace, like can we just dock and like di- disboard the ship for like two weeks because it's like he knows it's going to become a nightmare, like people know.
0: Right. Right. Dude, no, it's. Uh... It's insane. It's insane for sure. And when I think about those unemployment numbers, uh, although I realize that they're, they're temporary in the sense that they're manufactured, right? It's not that all these people lost their jobs, um, because of, uh, you know, just businesses shutting down. The businesses are forced to be shut down, right? They don't have a choice. They were, they've been told shut down. You're not a central, um, whether, you know, determining what's essential and what's not is a whole different story and definitely uh, a problem in itself, but it's almost like forced unemployment. It just happened and hit right away. And, uh, it's, I've, I guess I've never seen anything like that before. Where in, in 2008, I remember, you know, people losing their jobs and getting laid off because companies had to do what they had to do to kind of stick it out in this scenario. It's, we are being told to close, like there's nothing else you can do about it. And that's that it's it's
1: absolutely insane i'm gonna refresh this page again and the numbers can go up and i i refreshed it not too long ago so we're gonna watch this 932 to oh it didn't move this time usually it moves a lot so like every time i refresh this page usually oh what the hell it went backwards dude it went backwards two hundred thousand.
0: that was weird
1: what the hell did someone just get removed from the data
0: <laughs> probably or did they subtract
1: um, did they subtract the Hmm. they did that i think that's what they did that's the only thing i can think sorry but we can go ahead just uh well
0: no i you know i wanted to i want to transition into commercial real estate because i think the you know unemployment increasing startup bubble bursting all starts pointing to commercial real estate right and it was interesting because somebody had They've been talking a lot about Airbnbs, right and how the, the Airbnb rental market can be that like straw that broke the camel's back because you have these Airbnb super hosts who are highly levered and they have 10, 20, 30 different units that they are like Airbnb arbitraging to rent these things out and then all of a sudden – Everybody stops traveling. So how are you going to pay all the mortgages, uh, that you, all that income you were expecting to have? Or some people were, were even renting an apartment from a landlord and then not telling them they were going to Airbnb that out. And, uh, you know, at the same time, there's only about 600,000 or so Airbnb listings. So it's not a massive amount of homes compared to when we're talking about 08 and everybody defaulting. But we're talking a lot of people who are very over levered in this uh, Airbnb market, and then who's who's going to pay their rents on April first? Who's going to pay the rents on on May first? Not just from a residential standpoint, but from a commercial standpoint.
1: Yeah, it's 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 gotten to a point where I have no explanation for anyone. It's it's gotten really bad, and I'm like, and I, I'm like, I'm not worried, but I'm like, shit. A lot of people have no clue because think about people who didn't see this coming. Think about people who just blew this off, and then all of a sudden, two weeks ago, everything changes. Everything, dude. And now you're. Most people I know are just like at home. Don't know what to do. Like literally. And I'm sitting here like, well, shit. It's like, if you just looked, it was there. It was there. And you know, it's sad because that's you know. I don't care what, like, they say, like, now, like, there's reports that, like, U.S. intelligence knows that, like, this, the Chinese numbers are fake. It's like, no fucking shit. <laughs> it's like, this has been known for weeks. It's like, <laughs> like what I texted you today, I'm like, I'm not the smartest person in the world with the numbers for a few days. And I'm like, this isn't right. Something's not right here. <laughs> it's like, you know, and that yeah. was, you know, mid to late January. You and I were talking about this. It's like, it's like literally something wasn't right here. You know, it's unfortunate. And then, obviously, the insider scandal with those uh, U.S. senators was not, didn't look too pretty either. Selling stocks right before they drop thirty, forty, fifty percent.
0: Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not good optics. And you know, touching on that again, uh, I saw I saw an interesting tweet talking about uh, real estate billionaire Tom Barrack, who was on Bloomberg about a week or so ago. And he was warning of the the coming collapse in the commercial real estate market. And now, just the, the other day, he was calling for a moratorium on margin calls and intervention by the Fed to keep these values propped up because uh, the value of mortgages are just getting absolutely smoked as the, everybody knows these defaults are coming. And uh, Tur Demeester had a posted a really interesting chart about um google search history for can't pay rent and it just had had skyrocketed it absolutely took off so you have you can you can see you know this billionaire real estate investor who's basically saying we need to stop all these margin calls because i'm getting absolutely wrecked like entire uh, real estate funds can just go to zero and just have to shut down completely. And it's very interesting to watch them calling for more help and to like literally directly bail us out.
1: Yeah, no, this, is, and again, this is a situation where people who have are liquid and cash are just going to fucking just go fire sale shopping at some point. I mean, I don't think, cause I don't think no matter what happens here, like I don't think the fed money is going to do much. And I think the equity market reflected, I mean, we've thrown, they've thrown the kitchen sink at this motherfucker and nothing's happening. Dude, we go down like five percent. You know that's when you realize the Fed has lost all control. And then like the, the other nightmare is the ETF side. And I know you mentioned Airbnb earlier. Like that the Airbnb thing is going to be a disaster. Like you think about, I'm, I don't know if personally, but I've seen people talk about before owning multiple properties for Airbnb. And I know it's not a huge amount of people, but still, that's a lot of properties, and that's a lot of people who even have that source of income just disappeared. What's that mean for Airbnb? Are they profitable? So, you know, I don't know if they are, but
0: yeah, I'm not sure about Airbnb in general. If the the marketplace itself is profitable, I would imagine it is so since it's uh, a, it, it's just a you know software technology. But it's a good point. When I think about who survives this whole mess that we're in, you know, Airbnb is great. It's fantastic. I've used it a bunch of times. Definitely serves a purpose. But you can see how if you're you know your friend all of a sudden wants to become a real estate investor and they're making a ton of money doing like Airbnb arbitrage. That's it's like too easy. Right. It it, You know that that doesn't last forever. And, uh, you know, everybody was watching HGTV from 2009 until last month. Um, you know, pretending to be a real estate investor. And now you're seeing it basically just come to a screeching halt. Uh, it's, I find it fascinating because it, it's such a good example of that Austrian view of malinvestment. How all of a sudden, when things go to shit, you realize you, the manipulation of interest rates and you know getting a mortgage at three and a half percent or whatever. You're like, oh, this is a great deal. I can buy this condo in downtown wherever. I'm going to rent it for two hundred a night and have a you know a ninety five percent occupancy rating, and it'll cover the mortgage and my profit and you know taxes and whatever else. And then all of a sudden. That just totally goes away, and now you're like, whoops, the you know the cheap interest rates didn't mean shit because if that business slows down at all, it you're poof, like it's it's done. it's over,
1: yeah, it's it's but it's that's every business right now, I think right. I think that's a lot of business where everyone's over leveraged or even if they aren't over leveraged, it's like, can you deal with like two, three, four, how many months of just straight? maybe no revenue for two months but then think about people aren't going to want to go out after two months do you think dude someone mentioned it perfectly on twitter but even when i was out in public people don't don't want to be close like i had to go pick them up from the store and they weren't like people inside the store i was wearing a mask goggles everything like gloves and the girl who handed me the um stuff she was wearing a mask too and it's just it's just funny it's different it's different you know and it's and it's um and But like I was the grocery store today, a lot more people wearing masks, a lot more people wearing gloves. And it's like, you know, how long until everyone's wearing masks? It's not long. We're hitting the S-curve period of adoption. Another week or two, everyone's going to be wearing some form of mask, scarf, something, t-shirt over their mouth. It's, it's inevitable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I think I think you're right. I think that um, that flows it. No, but you make a good point to talk about. Okay, even, let's let's say this ends tomorrow, and everyone says, "Oh, the virus is cleared. We have a cure. Anybody can get it. We're everybody's good to go." How long does it take before people actually get comfortable going back out again? Even going out to eat, um, it, it takes a long time for that to work itself out. And I think. Um, You know, I'm saving this for another episode to talk about just kind of auto loans and just the car industry in general, but it it doesn't mean tomorrow that you're going to go out and buy your car or whatever, or just spend money. A lot of people, I saw a poll with, you know, what are you going to do with the 1200 bucks that you're getting from the government? A lot of people are like, I'm just going to buy the necessities. No one's going to go and spend it on the, you know, consumerist bullshit that they were getting a couple of weeks ago.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely a different time and it's going to get very interesting here shortly i i have no idea how bad this can get because again i was still pretty young in 2008 2009 but that was different this wasn't that wasn't a global pandemic you know people could still go out you know go out and spend money people who had money could still go out and travel like you know there's nothing and i've noticed by me because there's an airport you can usually hear planes taking off during the day and obviously morning and at night and it's a lot less. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no that that's a good point. It's just uh everything slows down and it's it's something that I don't think anyone has ever seen. No. And it, to compare it to 2008 is it's interesting because it's not the as, same. as 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 it's not the same and as bad as it was, you, the people who could still go out and spend and do things and you know run their businesses that never stopped and you know people had to work very hard to get through that time period. And now y- you can't work any harder to try to get through this period you're you're kind of handcuffed unless you have a job where you can work remotely and that it's relatively unaffected by you know a global pandemic uh, you know I consider yourself pretty fortunate i I, I fall into that category and it, it's uh it's very convenient at the moment but not everybody is uh, that lucky in this sense so I, I think it makes it very very interesting that you know, I hate saying this time it's different, but it really is different this time. That's for sure. Dude,
1: no planes in Africa. I mean, I know it's nighttime, but just nothing. <laughs> nothing.
0: Yeah. Everything slows down. I uh, mean, maybe
1: there's military aircraft but flying like nap the earth, but fuck, dude. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then they go to Russia. Russia has, doesn't mean, Russia's I'm pretty sure, stopping their flights very shortly. These might be cargo aircraft. That might be it. Um, but yeah. i'm pretty sure they're commercial like in charter flights which i assume charter might fl- fall under private like done like the us though dude and this is what i mean like you, like sure this is heading to complete like totalitarian scary shit. i don't like it but um like i don't this can't continue this can't continue i assume this virus is real i personally haven't been infected i assume yet but still um this this amount of planes flying in and around the US. Oh, we're just safe within our borders. We have the most confirmed cases. People are gonna wake up here for a second and realize that this has to stop. This has to, it has to, at least for a month, if not more, until we figure out what the, the fuck is going on here because this amount of planes flying around, is just gonna keep spreading it everywhere. And so like you stop it, you think you stop it, but it's just, it's not, it's not good. All right. We're the only country doing this too. It's not even close. <laughs> I mean, China maybe, but it's not even close. China doesn't even have as many because China started reinfecting everyone because they're like, oh, this isn't working. I mean, it's still a lot of aircraft, but not as much as the U.S. And they have a lot more people.
0: Right. So. Why don't we, uh, why don't we jump into the last topic here? Binance acquiring your favorite website, Cap. Uh, so I don't, I don't know the mal- the malinvestment <laughs> continues in, in my opinion uh, I find it pretty hysterical and just proof of how big the the bubble really got and you know I'm very guilty of this I'm sure you are too we spent way too much time hitting the refresh button on coin market cap oh, in dude,
1: 2017 the, the days the days <laughs> the cents climbing <laughs> and dropping yeah. refreshing refreshing like looking at the market cap go up by billions and you're like oh like crossing the 300 billion line, it's just it's insanity.
0: Yeah, I mean, just complete insanity. Um, but I thought this was an interesting acquisition because some of these crypto and Bitcoin companies are doing okay, right? Their business is totally digital. Uh, there's, there's demand with now that this volatility has picked back up, there's demand in the marketplace and Binance is still going on and acquiring whoever they can. Uh, I didn't realize that coin market cap had made so much money in advertising revenue in 2017. I heard over a hundred million, which blows my mind for basically, uh, a shitty webpage that puts ticker symbols on for Ponzi schemes. I mean, that's fucking
1: crushing you. I don't care what you say. They're fucking crushing. It's a website and they just, (laughs) a hundred million. That's, that's ridiculous, dude. It's,
0: um, it's unbelievable. That's unbelievable,
1: uh, man. Dude, think about how much maintenance they have. Nothing, dude. Like what? One dude probably runs it.
0: I, I heard it was I heard it was like 10 10 people and okay, I mean, yeah, probably uh, 10 people once they scaled up but I mean still that's um okay so you're taking those, those are some crazy margins or,
1: yeah no your margins are probably ridiculous each
0: person's <laughs> chilling so you know they had uh apparently over 200 million visitors in the last six months and and that blows my mind I, I didn't realize it could be that many people but I'm curious to what you think why do you think Binance Acquired coin market cap or were interested in buying them.
1: That's a good question. Um, you know, I haven't looked at CoinMarketCap. market cap. the only time I look at it is like when you and I talked, and it's been, so it's been a while, dude. Um, you know, a handful of times in the last year, but you know, the only thing I can think is, you know, you just want to, oh, the block. Sorry, but <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you understand they just spam my page. Um, but that you know, the only thing I can think is they just want it. You know, that to be their platform is like sharing all the real coins maybe they they remove all the coins that don't exist and just put you know their coins in i don't know man
0: yeah i was thinking i think binance gets around 100 million visitors or so so if you have if you own coin market cap and you're getting That's 200 right. million visitors every six months yeah you can you can start pushing them to you your platform click on right?
1: the, you click on like xrp and it probably takes you right to the binance page and hooks you up to like 50x margin it's just a fly <laughs>
0: Right. Oh Did dude, I, that would be
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: It, that's the only thing I can think of of why you'd want to buy CoinMarketCap. I just I'm I'm surprised at the size of the deal. Uh totally surprised by the the size of the deal. But I guess if you're going to keep it for the the advertising revenue and you can push more people to your exchange, uh, I I guess it's a good acquisition. I'm dude, just he's, I'm he's, just he's shocked pretty, that they would you would pay so much for CoinMarketCap. Dude, I mean, he's pretty smart,
1: dude. Think about his Dude, he was nothing. And then Binance came out, what, second half, 2017, excuse me? And they were basically became the number one place by December 2019. I mean, there was no, or 2017, excuse me, December 2017. In less than six months, dude, it was like five months. they They were the number one exchange. There was no way around it. Everyone wanted to be on Binance. They had everything, and their platform worked. So, I mean, there was no way around it. And then obviously, you know, things peaked and things changed, but still. I mean, they took the number one spot in six months I and mean, it was incredible. I mean, yeah, and this, no, this the, could be a, I mean, I don't mean to cut you off there, but this could be a huge move in a sense that like people being trapped inside have nothing better to do than look at fucking shitcoins now that everyone's talking about a digital dollar. Who knows?
0: Right. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I, had, I had, it had crossed my mind that it, what are you going to do if you're stuck in, inside? Uh, maybe you'll hop on Binance and, mess around and do a little bit of trading uh so I, I i guess it makes sense i wonder if they were thinking about acquiring corn market cap prior to uh prior to the whole coronavirus thing but you know i'm i'm re- I'm really not sure
1: let's see i'm looking at the, I'm looking at the uh, google trends chart for bitcoin i mean look at that dude look at that it's a rise it's not right is that parabola time i don't know
0: yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. Bitcoin moved a little bit here in the last like two or three hours. Um, that was, I guess, unexpected. But now I always expect the unexpected with Bitcoin. So there's um, there's that. But this yeah, is- I don't know. It was. Uh, this was definitely an interesting week. I thought it was important to touch on the, uh, the startup bubble kind of unraveling at the seams. At the seams here, commercial real estate feeling so toppy, and uh, just you know, the unemployment claims are. I, I, I can't imagine it's going to get much better from here. I can only imagine it uh, definitely getting worse before it does start to get better, and the economy uh, opens itself back up whenever, whenever that would be. But. I don't know. I feel like we're in for a wild ride. It's finally April first here, so yeah. let's see. Let's see what April uh, has in store for us.
1: Yeah, that was a good one, man.
0: Yeah. Well, this was episode eighty-one of the Beef and Bitcoin podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. We appreciate all the uh, all the new extra YouTube views we've been getting. Definitely appreciate that. Make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, shoot us a DM, let us know what you want us to talk about, especially if you're under quarantine. I'm sure uh, you wouldn't mind a little extra content these days if you don't have anything else going on for you. But uh, yeah, stay safe out there. Peace. Peace.